Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, what's up, Buttercups? It's Nate with another episode of Taco Court Fantasy Football League Podcast. And we're here to review. Yes! Yes! Gary Sanchez two-run homer. Yanks up 8-6. You'll figure out what that's about here when you listen to the podcast. I'm, I squirrel quite a bit in this one. Put a parlay in for the Yanks money line, Dodgers money line, Lakers money line. We're going, I think it's like plus 290 something or something like that. But it was a little scary at first, but told my buddy here, the old Tone Coast, that, hey, baseball's, baseball's a long game because in the second inning it was 4-0. Then I think it was Stanton cranked one solo. Then old boy came up. He was a nine-year Indian. Nine-year Indian, comes up, bases loaded, no outs, jacks one. Grand salami. Anyways, we're here to recap the waiver wire for the start of week four and get into week four preview matchups. News and notes from the league, NFL league. Titans-Steelers, games postponed to either Monday or Tuesday. Right now, the ESPN app. And the fantasy platform that they have has them as listed as postponed. And they already have zeros in their names. I think it's horse shit. I see a lot of people going at them on Twitter. Like, extend it. This, the league says they're going to play by Monday or Tuesday or something like that. Just add the thing. Just extend the week. Uh, but, for instance, that might cause some problems for some of the owners. So we're trying to figure out some ways to make that happen. Uh, and Tony were talking about how wish they would just add the damn COVID designation to the names. A lot of people I've seen on that on Twitter and stuff like that have been tweeting at them about that kind of stuff too. Like just add COVID to all of their names because that allows them to get into the IR spots. And a lot of people COVID tried to COVID proof COVID proof their leagues with IR extra IR spots. So um, we'll kind of reassess Friday, Saturday, something like that. Figure out a plan. Um, might end up just going and rolling with it. So. Um, there's that. Anyways, um, it is past 11 o'clock. I got to wake up in like five hours or so like that to get ready for work. I don't work out at like four in the morning. Work out, you know, I'll be up in the gym just working on my fitness. He's delicious. Ooh. And um, Fergie Ferg, Fergie Ferg, for those of you um, old people like the Wayne. Uh, anyways, yeah, I need to go to bed. And um, I still need to edit this thing. So I hope you enjoy. Yep. Bye. NFL season 2020 COVID-19 is taking its toll so far with 
the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Tennessee Titans game. So news and notes there, the NFL stated that the Titans, due to some COVID cases and them playing the Pittsburgh Steelers, the game has been postponed from Sunday 1 p.m. until either Monday or Tuesday, but they will let the people know as soon as possible. Currently right now in ESPN, the app or in the platform that we use for Taco Court Fantasy Football League, that game is listed as postponed, and all players have a zero already. There's been no news and notes out of ESPN or their fantasy uh, sports Twitter account or anything like that on how they're going to handle it. So hopefully we'll, we'll see something here in the next couple of days. I think that's bullshit. Me and Tony were talking about how they should at least put a COVID designation next to the players so that teams can move it into their IR spots because you can't get anybody into IR spots. And a lot of leagues ended up adding IR spots for COVID-related reasons. So it only makes sense. Um, Come Friday night, maybe Saturday morning, if we don't have anything, uh, looking at some innovative ways to kind of make that happen for teams that may have like an ultra effect to it. Um, But I want to make it fair to everybody. So... We'll see. I got still got to brainstorm and get on the drawing board for that, but we'll get to that in a later date. Anyways, uh, waiver wire recent activity. We have an ad by Pocket Dogs. He added two players, Rex Burkhead and Andy Isabella, to his roster for a total of one ninety. Andy Isabella for a hundred, Rex Burkhead for ninety. Drop Benny Snell Jr. and Michael Pittman who is gone for a while. I was listening to another podcast about that disease thing that he has in his leg and stuff like that, and he's kind of lucky they caught it because it could really like tear up um, muscle tissue and stuff like that. So his recovery should be quick given the disease, but he's going to be out probably six to eight weeks, so not really too fantasy relevant this year anymore. And Chad added Brian Hill, Atlantic Atlanta, Falcons running back for 100 bucks. So if we are getting into what the uh, waiver, the league, what do you call that damn thing? It's not the transaction history or anything like that. The budget summary. So we'll get into the budget summary. People that still have all of their fab, that would be myself, Nate, Brandon has all his fab, and Glenn has all their fab at 1,000. We get into the people into the 900s. You got exactly 900 for Octavio, 996, 995 for Josh Peterson. Uh, I don't know who he would have, why, if he didn't go after anybody or anything like that. It doesn't, it used to show me as the commissioner who all bid, um, but it took that away. So I think it would be cool if it showed it to everybody, like who all put bids on everything like that. So if you do know a way to do that in ESPN, I haven't found it, uh, let me know. And uh, just write that as a review into Apple Podcast. Uh, Wayne has just under 900 with 893. We got an 898 for Nick, 894 for Trey, and then 800 for James now. Chad is sitting at 298, so his team is going to need some help. He lost the CMC. He's got all those Broncos and stuff like that. Um, it'd be interesting to see if something happens with, you know, does it does it tend to, like, teach us a lesson or mit- risk mitigation and stuff like that in a season like this where stacking players on teams – 
right? Like say if you had a D hop and Kyler Murray or a Russ DK Mahomes, Kelsey Mahomes, Tyree kill type stacks on your teams. And then they're stuck with, you know, a COVID week or something like that, how that really affects your players and stuff like that. So it's uh, still early in the season. We're only yeah, in week four. So we are a third of the way through the regular season almost, or we're a quarter of the way through the regular season of fantasy. So um, time will tell. Anyways, let's get into the matchups for the week. I am currently sweating out a Yankees-Cleveland uh, Indians game right now. So I, if I do kind of pause or I might cue in about that, uh, looks like Tanaka's coming off the mound right now. But in the fifth, he just has two runners on. Yanks are up six to four, no outs, 77 pitches. Just got a grand salami out of the Yanks to go up five, one, and then a Bach to get the six run across. But anyways, I made a dumbass parlay where I parlayed the money line for the Yankees, the Dodgers and the Lakers tonight. And it's like plus two ninety something or something like that. So through a 50 burger, let's bring home one forty seven profit. It was kind of a little sweat there for a little bit. Now it's getting even worse. Baseball is the worst sport to bet because the ups and downs, highs and lows. One swing can change the entire game. Also bet uh, Justin Turner to have over one and a half bags tonight. So he, all he has to do is get to second base. Um, that was a plus 125 or something like that. So um, put in a, a pretty hefty mount there going up against a lefty and suitor. And uh, Justin Turner is a monster and he's, probably like the most underrated Dodger on the team. Um, the guy hits both sides of the plate really well and everything like that. So, and he plays third base, which is awesome. All right. So first matchup, we got James Michael two and one against Chad one and two. The projected lines right now are 138 to 107 in favor of James. He's going to wipe the board with this guy. So um, Chad, he's got, you know, that all, Kind of Broncos team. We've got Deion Lewis playing in there, Melvin Gordon, uh, the Chiefs quarterback, MVS on his bench, Herndon, Claypool, who can't play, um, McCaffrey on his IR while James is sitting here with a pretty good squad. Um, D Hop, I think, became questionable today on Wednesday. This is September 30, 2020, but he's got Dak sitting there and they can't play defense. That game might be a little bit lower scoring, though, because uh, they should be able to run a little bit on Cleveland. Cleveland's going to want to run the ball, be efficient in their pass game and stuff like that. Um, it'll be interesting to see what Justin Jefferson does in uh, after a big week there. Kind of an interesting stat for the Minnesota Vikings, seeing as they can't win ball games. Um, they have the least amount of pass attempts uh, out of any team so um it's kind of wild when you're letting up a lot of points to not have pass attempts but maybe what we saw out of them the other day or in week three is maybe a sign for the future um, probably open up some holes for um Dalvin Cook as well so give me James to win that matchup then we have the Nick three penis wine against Trey I shaved my balls for this. Both teams are two and one. So we're trying to get three points on the board. And Nick is heavily impacted by this COVID game. He 
his two starting running backs, his main running backs on his team that anchor it are Derrick Henry and James Conner. I would kind of like to see ESPN or all these platforms, like if they're saying the game's going to play by Tuesday, just extend that fantasy week to Tuesday night and then have that be that. God damn it. Run around first and second, bottom of the fifth, and fuck. Oh, my God, a wild throw. They had a man on first and second. Uh, Jose Ramirez hits one down the first baseline, goes all the way into right field. Man on first and second score. And it looks like Jose Ramirez is on third now because of an errant throw to home. Third or second? He's got it. Does his big ass make it to third? Let's see. Oh, yeah, he definitely made it to third off that throw. So, no, maybe second. I don't know. They keep showing this replay. Anyways, Bucks tied six to six. It wasn't that bad of a throw. No, he made, he got a triple out of that. Go ahead, Jose Ramirez, big boy. Look at all that hair. Jesus. Looks like they're reviewing it to make sure that it came in within line or something like that. I don't know. Looked like it hit with, with inbounds, so maybe it's the tag. Ugh. <clears throat> Ugh. I hate betting baseball. Don't bet baseball. It's so annoying. Oh, no, this is for the tag at home. Sorry, we're getting a play-by-play here because I'm invested. So if you don't like baseball, fast forward. Oh, he's safe. Unless his hand didn't hit the bag. Hit home plate. He's there by mile. Let's see. And they're getting a closer view. Nope, his cleat didn't touch. His hand. Yeah, it looks like his hand got out of the glove. All right, 6-6. Six, six. No outs. Bottom of the fifth. Anyways, Nick's got Derrick Henry and James Conner in his roster. So, um... That's going to be interesting. But, yeah, like I was saying, I wish they would just extend the week for fantasy. I think that's kind of the best thing. If it's going to play on Tuesday, like, it's a part of this week. Like, ESPN, figure the shit out. Say you're not going to end the week until Tuesday night. Just, like, extend it one night and add the stats. You have the worldwide leader in sports. Like, make it happen. Um, Seeing as everybody plays on your platforms. Uh, Given that, if those guys don't, accumulate any points Trey's running away with this thing by a landslide but uh if it, they do play uh I'll probably still uh no this is dependent on Michael Thomas playing also Trey's got Michael Thomas in his lineup um if he comes back this week with that high ankle sprain um yeah uh if it comes back I think Nick can pull this one away but with this COVID shit I don't know so if the Titans and Pittsburgh ends up being scored on this week, I think Nick takes away the, the victory there. And if not, Trey's going to run away with it. So, Part of it all, I guess. And on the next game, we have Brandon Bisner's too hot to handle against Octavio Valdez, murder boners. Uh, the projected line is like pretty much even. It's separated by three points, 136 to 132. Uh, the decimals make it three points, three and a half or something like that. So, don't worry about that. Uh, Johnny Smith is on Brandon's roster as well in the tight end spot currently. So he's got a zero there. Let's look at his bench and see if he's got any, any other tight ends. He's got Dalton Schultz from Dallas. That that could be fruitful a little bit there. Cleveland does have a problem trying to stop the tight end. And he's also got Rob Gronk too. So he's got options and stuff there. So um, interesting. So We'll see how that goes. But, yeah, give me Brandon to win this matchup regardless. doesn't matter. 
Uh, next matchup, we got Tony Patriot with a one and two Tony Patriot against the zero and three Scroat Squad. Our reigning Sacco, the reigning Sacco, uh, does have Ben Roethlisberger on his bench, Deontay Johnson on his bench right now. Uh, that's probably because of the COVID shit. But right now, the score is projected to be one eighteen for Wayne, one twenty one for Tony. Uh, George Kittle, if he plays this week, uh, will be on Tony's roster. You got the Texans, uh, Daryl Henderson, Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, I know I did rant about Jeff Wilson Jr. in the last podcast, but he also got a lot of his work after McKinnon was out. So that'll be interesting to see if they give him more workload early on. They're playing Philly, pretty decent run defense. Um, but who knows how that goes? You know, Nick Mullins might take over and go get himself. 120 on the ground. We should look for one of those parlays. 120 with a rush with two passing touchdowns against Philly. Um, let's see if we can find something like that later on. Oops, I accidentally forwarded my screen. This is not good. Next matchup, we got the Eskimo brothers in Josh Peterson 0 and 3 against Clint. Password is Taco. The projected score right now is 147 to 125 in favor of Clint. Uh, interesting enough. Um, Josh actually ran in, you know, got got a little bit lucky here. He had Carlos Hyde on his roster already, so he can finally stop um, playing carry on Johnson um, because he's in the game now. Um, yep. So there's that. Sorry, I'm getting notifications on my phone because of this fucking Yankees game. So um, a lot of my I. I bet parlays because I think they're fun, but I'll never tell anybody to bet a parlay because it's the dumbest fucking thing you could do. Like, just bet everything individually, and your probability of winning is a lot higher if you really believe in all those things uh, because a one leg in a parlay screws it all. So you could chase big bucks, but there's a reason why you get such better odds in parlays is because they don't win as much. Anyways, um, I don't care what Josh does here. Clint's going to mop the floor with them with Russ Wilson, Josh Jacobs, Devin Singletary, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, Mark Andrews, Ronald Jones. He put Ronald Jones in there. Wow. Who says that? Um, Owen Wilson. Wow. And But he's got Mike Davis on his squad, too. He's probably going to go for a 30-burger this week against Arizona. All the points. Give us all. Oh, the Dodgers are up 3-0. Mookie bets one for one with a double and a run. Let's see who. Oh, man. I got to check the score. We're going to check the score. I just saw the update because I'm watching this fucking Yankee game. Um, but we all know what the Dodgers are going to do. They're going to fucking crank homers. So uh, I want to know who hit it, though. Oh, it's 2-0 right now, it looks like. Was it a homer? Let's see. Stick with me, folks. This stuff is serious news. Justin Turner's 0 for 1. Mm. Oh, no. The RBI to AJ Pollock and Will Smith getting cheeky with it. No, 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 no. Welcome to Miami. Welcome to Miami. That's, that's a dope song right there. So, yep. It looks like the Dodgers threw one, right? That was the bottom, bottom of the first there. Through one, they've gotten eight batters up. Um, yeah, interesting. 
So give me that Justin Turner two bags. Woo! All right, Clint's gonna beat the shit out of him. So we're there. Uh, we're feeling time here too. I know you guys like this. I know you guys like to understand what goes on in my brain. Why I'm like squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. I am joking. You're like fuck, Nate. Hurry up! I'm just here to get through the ad. Anyways, next matchup we got Glenn against Nate. This is brotherly love going on right here. Uh, love. I'm I'm impacted by this Titans Pittsburgh game. Um, pretty heavily for what I tried to construct my roster around. So I have Juju and I have Corey Davis right now too, but uh, I'm rolling out. I got Baker right now, Zeke, David Johnson, Odell, Robbie Anderson, Demir Bird in there because I had to move out the Juju. Um, and then Hunter Henry, Fournette, Zach Moss, those guys are questionable, but on the bench, if I could fit anybody in. I don't really have anybody that's going to fit good. I'm hoping Raheem Mostert can come back. Um, check the news and notes here. I don't think he practiced. Um, you know, he didn't practice Wednesday. He's probably not going to play at all. So, uh, Glenn over here with Nick Chubb. Joe Mixon, they can't get any blocking going on there, but they're playing Jacksonville. So, maybe they'll be able to get some get him into the passing game a little bit. But um, I don't think so. Mari Cooper, Cooper Cup, A.J. Green. Um, he's also got Dallas Goddard on the starting roster right now, even though he's in the IR, so he'll be picking up a tight end. So he's got Hayden Hurst, fuck, against Green Bay, too. Should be a high-scoring game there. So uh, the projections will say that Glenn's going to win, but that's not going to happen because I make the dick, and I uh, I don't make the dick. Damn it, I fucked it up trying to be cool. I got the dick, and I make the rules. This this is really ending up bad. It's because the Yankees are about to go down. If this guy gets a hit, they got Jose Ramirez on third, two outs. And then, yeah. Man up to bat. All right. And I think that covers it all. If we have anything else from the crowd, uh, speak now or forever hold your peace. Okay, then. Good luck in week four. We'll see what goes on with this COVID shit and the Titans and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And let's hope the Yankees can pull this one out. We know the Dodgers are going to win. The Lakers are up big right now. Jimmy Butler's hurt in the locker room. So let's go ahead and bink this dub, get a little bit of a parlay action going on. Parlay win action. Sorry. Now that I'm talking about that, I, in the last episode, I said, hey, don't parlay. And then Nick listens to it last night and he sits there and tells he sends me the screenshot and he said, parlays are the best, man. I hit a pretty good one this weekend. It's not as remarkable as Trey's, but it still made a bit of change and is the best I've ever done. I love doing multi-sport parlays because BetMGM is adding 30% on top of all your winnings of free bets. Uh, what do you use? And he asked me like where I go to bet. So I'm looking at this thing that he bet. It's a, it's a five-leg parlay. He, the odds that he got were fucking ridiculous. Like, I don't know how these happen, but you got plus 3,008. It has to be the 30% or something like that. Cause that is, that's freaking wild. Um, but he had the Royals money line minus 162 against the Tigers, the Seahawks money line against the Cowboys minus 223, the heat to beat the Celtics, which was plus 125, the Packers to beat the Saints plus 
140 and the Chiefs to beat the Ravens plus 145. So you got a, a good little wager there. I don't want to put out the numbers and stuff like that, but we'll say it's a, a two, two digits to win four. So, um, yeah, pretty nice. And the asshole doesn't share his bets with anybody. So I'm going to make sure I share bets with him that I know we're going to lose. Um, that's what you get, dickwad. Anyways, um, yeah, I got to go to bed because it is almost 11 o'clock. I got to wake up in like five and a half hours. And um, yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye.